Welcome to Photoshop Mechanics Podcast. Let's talk about luminosity. Here we see an image of some flags. One way to experiment with converting this file to grayscale is to use a hue saturation layer and set the saturation to 0%. When we do this, we see right away all of the contrast between the colors in the flags have become very muddy. We can fix this problem by switching the layer mode of the hue saturation layer to color. When we do this, we're telling Photoshop to preserve the luminosity of the overall image. Let's have a look at a different file. Here we see a simple document with a gradient running through the canvas. If we try to do the same thing, create a hue saturation layer and set the saturation to 0%, we see that the image turns totally gray. To understand why this happens, we need to look at the channels. Let's turn off our hue saturation layer temporarily and switch over to the channels palette. When you use a hue saturation layer in normal mode to desaturate an image, what Photoshop does is it goes through all of the channels and averages the information together. As we take a look at the channels, we see that when that information is averaged together, it turns into a gray field. The formula for desaturation uses simple averaging. What we really need is a smarter formula, something that will take the colors into account. A formula that is smart enough to know that 50% yellow is a brighter color than 50% blue. Color mode does just that. When we switch the layer over to color mode and turn the layer on and off, we see that the bright color of yellow maps to the lightest shade of gray, while blue, the darkest color, maps to a darker shade. Green maps to a lighter shade than magenta, and cyan also maps to a lighter shade than red. Let's try something a little different on this next image. Go to the Channels palette and hover the mouse over the composite icon. If you hold down the command key on the Mac or the control key on the PC, the cursor turns into a hand symbol. On the hand symbol is an icon of marching ants. Clicking on the channel using this modifier will generate a grayscale selection of the image. At the bottom of the channels palette, click the channel mask icon to turn the selection into an alpha channel. Let's deselect our selection and rename our alpha channel to composite selection. Now, let's turn off the eyeball for the composite selection channel, return to the layers palette, and create a hue saturation layer at 0% saturation. Once again, we see the same problem. Our yellows are looking very muddy. So let's switch the layer mode over to color. Let's compare our two grayscale simulations. Here is a view of our composite selection, and here is a view of our desaturation in color mode. The views are very similar. Both of them retain yellow as a very bright shade of gray. So how does Photoshop do this? How does it determine which color is brighter and how much brighter is one color compared to the other? As it turns out, there are some exact default numbers that Photoshop uses to alter the averages. Let's create a channel mixer adjustment layer and click the checkbox monochrome. Type in the RGB values 30, 59, and 11. Click OK, return to the Layers palette, and turn on and off the two different adjustment layers. Notice that the result is identical, even though the channel mixer adjustment layer is in normal mode. 
These are the exact values that Photoshop uses for color mode and luminosity mode. Keep in mind that these numbers are not exact. There's a lot of factors that affect light and pigments at different color temperatures. This is just a simple formula that Photoshop uses to get a good approximation. Hopefully this leaves you with a better understanding of how luminosity and color mode work. In future episodes we'll talk more about why this is important and how we can use these numbers to our benefit. Thanks for listening. See you next time on Photoshop Mechanics.